We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's what I'm talking about. 202. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630 tonight. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Got a great show for you today. And uh, there are times when you just have to lay it on the line and hope. And prayer is about the only thing you have going your way. And right now, if you're a New York Jet fan, that's the case regarding the starting quarterback for the New York Jets for uh, the next couple years, maybe uh, three, four, five, or two, one, whatever it might be. Because one of the guys that, uh, by all accounts, you loved and was uh, you were amazed with and mesmerizing and, oh, multiple meetings with, oh, we love this guy, is no longer your guy. <clears throat> because Derek Carr has now signed a four-year, $150 million deal with the New Orleans Saints, $100 million guaranteed. So $25 million per year over the four years guaranteed. And now what do you got? The hope, the hope that Aaron Rodgers says... Of all the places I could possibly be, I can't imagine being anywhere but wearing jet green. <laughs> uh, what a bunch of suckers. Hi, Evan. How are you today, kid? I'm a sucker. Yeah, I know you are. I'm a big, big <clears throat> sucker. Yeah, well, listen, I hope you're right. Uh, and I could be proven wrong, and I'd love to be wrong on this. But uh, this is a uh, calculated risk that may turn out backfiring on the New this York Jets. This is a calculated risk yeah. that I'm going to own this because I said this two weeks ago, so I'll say it today now that Derek Carr is officially gone. And I can I say one thing? This yeah. is why I say on this show, and I apologize for interrupting you there, I've said it a million times. If I've said it once. I say it on TV in the morning. I say it here every single day. Other than Schefter and Rappaport, when anybody else puts some kind of nonsensical story out there that's always got a million outs to it. Mm -hmm. Like the one that happened yesterday, yep, which was, yep, yep, yep. oh, uh, the Derek Carr has a slight lean to the Jets, but he could still sign elsewhere. <laughs> right? It's crap. It's not based on anything factual. There's nothing inside information about it. There's two guys, in my opinion, that you can always trust. And they may get one wrong here or there, but they are money good. And that's Ian Rappaport, and that's Adam Schefter. When I saw that slight lean last night, a part of me said, all right, this ain't happening. Nonsense. <laughs> I said the same exact thing. A part of me said slight lean. Yeah. The opposite's going to happen. That's, even, that's just the guy trying to make a name for himself. That's all that was, I, and it's embarrassing. I, I think that this is a gamble. This is a risky play, and I fully support it. Because, you know, we spent weeks talking about this. 
Aaron Rodgers, whether you think it's going to happen or not, and only time will tell, yeah. gives this team a better chance to win. Short term, absolutely. Period. Stop. Yeah. So if it fails and they don't get Aaron Rodgers, and now we're debating Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill, look, that debate's going to suck. I own it. That debate's not going to be fun. But you got to go for it, man. I'm sick of losing. Yeah? That, that's my phrase. I am sick of freaking losing, and Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to win. So let Derek Carr go to New Orleans. Let him take that crappy division. Let him play indoors. By the way, it's, let not, him do it. it's not the dumbest business move either. That's if fine. you're Derek Carr, that's fine. and the numbers are right, you get 100 mil guaranteed, and you are now the best quarterback in a division. No doubt. And you are the favorite to now win a division, meaning home playoff games, everything that comes along with it. Even if you came to the Jets, you're the second-best quarterback in the division, and you're not guaranteed anything. And as I said to you a few weeks ago, even though you didn't like hearing this, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it again. I apologize. Say what you got to say. He's a crappy co-other quarterback, and he's not going to have to deal with that in the NFC South. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah, well, as far as, you know, regular season games go uh, in the specific division. For the most part, he's not going to have six games out of 17, Uh, though. Listen, Jordan Love is not hosting playoff games (laughs) at Lambeau Field, all right? So I got nothing to worry. About. And I'm uh, sorry, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and he was clearly my second option like he was for a lot of people. But uh, we're going to put this guy in the Hall of Fame now? We're going to freak out that they lost Derek Carr? I mean, I, I posted the numbers earlier as much as it may piss people off. Andy Dalton statistically was just as good last year. So congratulations, New Orleans. You got mm-hmm. Derek Carr. And I think it's a major upgrade for them, and it puts them in the playoffs. Okay, Derek right. Carr was six and nine last year. Andy Dalton was six and eight. Don't so start, you tell me about start, the major upgrade. Derek Carr threw five more <laughs> interceptions funny. and six more touchdown passes. He completed six percent less of his passes based on completion percentage. But that's fine. You can go crazy about Derek Carr. You can have a parade in New Orleans. That's your call. That's great. Have yep. a good time. And listen, uh, as a former gambler, I respect and I understand the notion of you got to take your shot. You got to take your shot knowing that if you don't uh, close this guy you're going after, in this case Aaron Rodgers, that you're going to wind up with a much lesser quarterback than the guy you could have had from Jump Street, which is Derek Carr. Uh, I get it. I respect it. We haven't had a guy like Aaron Rodgers in this town ever. Not You can't point to a single year where we had an Aaron Rodgers uh, on this roster. So you're not going to include the one year you got us Brett Favre? That uh, one no, disqualifying? I, because it turned out it didn't work out, right? And <laughs> yeah. it was a one-year thing, and uh, he didn't want to be here, and he was sending pictures of his junk to random people he never met, and all that other nonsense, right? I get it. But you also have to be prepared for not closing the deal. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not entirely up to the Jets, right? Yeah. Green Bay's got to trade him. Yep. He's got to want out of Green Bay. Yep. He's got to be willing to come here. There's, there's hurdles but still correct, to this. Correct, correct. It's a risk. And you're right. I, I get that. But if Derek Carr wanted to sign today, if March 6th was the day where he said, enough of the waiting, I'm going to sign, did you really want to settle for the clear second best option? I was willing to. Why? Because he's still better than anything else I've had in my lifetime. Look, he's not that much better than everybody else. Okay, he's, but he's better. Okay. He's the second best quarterback out there after Aaron Rodgers and put Lamar Jackson to the side. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. But you guys act like he's the second coming. You guys act like, oh, my God, how could you pass on Derek Carr? Look, I just gave you the numbers. Was he that much better than Andy Dalton last year? Let's stop freaking out about this yeah. guy. Well, that's that side. Now, uh, the other thing's happening, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Does he become a Jet? If not, uh, how quickly does Robert Sala ask for a reunion with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, that seems to make sense, obviously. But, you know, the New York Giants are in play today, too, because tomorrow at 4 o'clock, 
is the franchise tag deadline. Yes. They have to make a decision both on Saquon Barkley and I guess more importantly on Daniel Jones. Now, one of the reports is that they are meeting face-to-face today with Daniel Jones' agents. That tells me that a deal gets done today or certainly you know, by 4 o'clock tomorrow. But I've been thinking about this whole franchise tag scenario. And while it obviously has a major impact on what they do with Saquon Barkley, there's a lot of me that says it's in the Giants' best interest to just tag him with that non-exclusive tag. Nobody's going to offer you two first-round picks for Danny Jones. So you're basically announcing to the Giant fan base, he's our quarterback next year, period, stop. Now, though they committed beyond that, of course, we could always negotiate during the year, right. but he's our quarterback for one year. The flip side of that is that makes no sense for Danny Jones. And if I'm the Giants, I'm going to pl- I'm going to call that bluff. And my bluff is I'm not giving you X amount of dollars, whatever the numbers really are. I'm going to franchise tag it. I'm going to give you $32 million next year, which is less than market rate is for you right now, which a lot of people believe is mid to high 30s. Yeah, Derek right? Carr just signed apparently for 37.5. Right. You're, not, you're not getting more than Derek Carr. He's now right. set the table for a lot of quarterbacks not named Aaron Rodgers, right? And I've found the Giants. I hope I can figure out Saquon. Maybe I can. But putting that to the side, Daniel Jones had a good season. We acknowledge that. His best season as a pro. Stayed healthy the entire year. Cut down on the turnovers, all that stuff. But, man, I'd like to see you do it again before I commit $70, $80, 90000000 million guaranteed to you if you're just an average quarterback and that's all you are. And I think Daniel Jones is making a terrible mistake. Because if the New York Giants just you know dig in and go, listen, we're not going to go to your numbers, whatever those numbers are, we're going to franchise tell you, and that's that. All of a sudden, Daniel Jones has to come back and have a better year than next year with nothing guaranteed well, it's also beyond gonna be, the $32 million. It's also going to be difficult for him to have a better year while playing on the franchise tag when the Giants are probably not going to be able to do as much to improve the right. talent around you. Now, there's not a lot of wide receivers out there anyway. So you're going to hope for a good draft, but yeah, you have what you have about fifteen, seventeen million dollars it, it, left. It's not a good thing though to have Daniel Jones play on the tag. I like, think I, it's phenomenal. No, 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 everything you laid out is true. I'm not arguing about your point about Daniel Jones. Yeah. What I'm arguing with you about is that from a salary cap perspective, you don't want to have thirty-two point five as your cap number for Daniel Jones next year. That's not good. You're going to lose Saquon Barkley. Then you got to replace him. Then you got to add better receivers. And you're going to do that with a quarterback taking up 32.5 on your books. So I'd agree that it's not good for Jones. You're putting a lot of pressure on him. Go have a better year. And go do it with less weapons. And oh, by the way, go do it with the giant fan base pretty pissed off at you. But you still want to work out a long-term deal. It behooves everybody to By work way, out a long-term it, deal. But it behooves Daniel Jones the most. Yes. Which is why I'm, su- I'm surprised uh, if they're willing to go to the mattresses and, and gamble Be- that he has a better year and thus gets because a bigger contract. they don't want to lose Saquon Barkley. They no, don't. I'm saying from Jones' side, from his Asian side, uh, if, if they're offering you a four- or five-year deal... Mid to high 30s, I'm making this up, obviously. Right. You know, $70, 80000000 million guaranteed. If Derek Carr got 100 guaranteed, I say Danny gets 80, 85 guaranteed. And you say no to that, you're doing two things. Number one, you're putting your career at risk from a financial standpoint. And I respect betting on yourself. I get that. Aaron Judge just did it. Yep, I respect that for sure. But number two, 
you're also hurting the team's ability, as you just said, to surround you with the best possible talent. Daniel Jones has to recognize I'm a better quarterback with Saquon Barkley behind me or lined up to the side, right? I'm a better quarterback if they can spend more money to get better players specifically, skill position players around me. If I get franchised, I throw a lot of that into the into yeah, the water. I think Daniel Jones and the Giants both know that if the tag is issued him to him before four o'clock tomorrow, yeah. that's not forever. No. Like it's a ploy in a long negotiation. Now that sucks for the Giants because you want to get this thing figured out soon. You got free agency opening up in a week and a half, and you want to make sure your books are clean. But right. if you're Jones, I think in the back of your mind you're thinking and his agents are thinking. I'm going to sign a long-term deal, but I want to continue to apply the pressure on Joe Shane and the Giants. But I got to go back to something you said. Yeah. And I don't know the answer. I'm just thinking out loud. Sure. They apply the non-exclusive tag on him. Okay. Which means anybody can make him an offer, and if he signs it and the Giants don't match, they have to give up two first-round picks. Yes. Are we really assuming that in this quarterback desperate league, there isn't an NFL team I mean, that would be willing to give up two. You got to figure uh, the teams that are drafting top five, six, seven are not going to do that because they're going to get one of these young quarterbacks. There's four of them that appear to be draftable in the first 15, 20 picks, right? Whatever it is. So if you exclude teams like the Texans, the Bears, the Colts, whomever mm-hmm. it might be, Carolina. Yeah, I, guess I mean, at this point. theoretically, is there a team? Yeah, depending on who their coach is and what that coach is. You know, uh, are you not afraid? Hot seats like? Are you not afraid? Because I am. That that team's the Jets? Because if they miss out on Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and now all of a sudden there's this huge drop-off at quarterback like we talked about, Daniel Jones is a considerable upgrade. Now, I want to make something clear, and I said it last week. I don't know your opinion. I'm not giving up two number ones for Daniel Jones. I apologize. No. I'm not. But I'm not so sure, Craig, that they wouldn't. Uh, by the way, would you argue that Daniel Jones is a better fit for the Jets than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, based on Can't age. Can't trust Jimmy to stay healthy either, right? Based on age and yeah. based on we haven't seen his full potential, I totally get it. But am I giving him the money he wants and two first-round picks? I'm telling you I'm not willing to. Yeah. I don't know if Joe Douglas feels that way, and that's the risk now the Giants have. Are they willing to let him go? Are right. they willing to say, all right, we're going to get now, two number ones? we also Bye. do not know. We've only had Joe Shane here for a season. Right. And he did a great job opening up cap room, obviously. And then, you know, they did a great job, you know, competing, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know about Joe Shane yet. Is he a big, uh, let me stock as many draft picks as I can to one day move up? Is he a guy that thinks I can uh, fix my quarterback position with a guy like a Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, whatever the name might be, and I want to get two first-round picks for a guy I ultimately think is an average quarterback? Now, just so everyone understands how it works, I called Mike Flory up from Pro Football Talk because I respect that Mike knows certain things that I just don't know the answers to. And when it comes to the two first-round picks, just real quick, uh, the only teams that are eligible to trade prior to the draft are teams that have a first-round draft pick in this draft, 23, and the 24 draft. So, so Miami wouldn't then be able to do it. Miami could do it after the draft and trade their 24 and their 25. Oh. So I just wanted to be clear about that. Well, let me ask you this. Go though. ahead, yep. Because now you got me thinking. Yeah. The wheels are working. Yeah. Carolina needs a quarterback. Yes. I don't know if they're committed to just drafting someone at nine, bringing Sam Darnold back. Maybe they want Daniel Jones. It certainly makes sense. They're picking ninth in the draft. 
I doubt they'd be willing to give up the ninth overall pick. Wouldn't it make sense for Daniel Jones to then wait until after the NFL draft? Well, it, yes, because then, it adds more teams to the list that could trade for it. And you. it takes yes. a team like Carolina and says, I wasn't willing to give up number nine, but oh, next year we expect to be good in this crappy division. We'll give up 22. Yeah. So that could open up a bigger field and delay this whole Daniel Jones process, which sucks for the Giants. Yeah. Because then you don't know who your quarterback is. I mean, listen, it could. I, I just wonder, and I don't know the answer to this either, it, because he's our quarterback, meaning New Yorker's quarterback, right? Because we see him every single game, every single down. We know what he's good at. We know what he sucks at. I don't know if we judge him fairly on either side. Are we too critical of him? Or are we too positive about him? Right. I don't know the answer. Like, if you're a uh, – I'll make this up. If you're a – who would be a good team for me to use? I'll just use the Chicago Bears because they're Chicago Bears, right? Or the Detroit Lions, if you're one of those teams. What are that fan, What are those fan bases think about Daniel Jones? Ah. Would they be super happy to acquire Daniel Jones I don't for know. two first-round draft picks? Yeah. I'd say probably not. You know why they may be more partial to Daniel Jones than even us? Because they watched him win a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, think he played great, it. 300 and, yards, And right? he played well. In the Philadelphia game, I think most people are willing to put their arms up and say, ah, the Eagles were good. They were far better than the Giants. But if you're a Carolina Panthers fan and you want a quarterback and maybe you don't believe in anybody in this draft and you don't believe in Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker, I don't know. Maybe you look at Daniel Jones winning a playoff game and say, hey, he's 25 years old. Yeah. Makes prime. plays with his legs. Sign me up. I'm in. I mean, maybe. It's fascinating to me. And the first chip fell today. And that first chip is uh, Derek Carr. To the New Orleans Saints. So if you're a diehard Jet fan, it, it felt like a body blow today. But uh, not to you. It seems like you're not all that bothered by nah, it. it's... I feel I, like I took a Craig, body blow. Ideally, in an ideal world, I would have enjoyed Derek Carr waiting to be our backup plan. To be that girl. Ah, just in case it doesn't work out with her, I got her. But him going to New Orleans isn't breaking my heart. Because at the end of the day, the eye on the prize, to me, is Aaron Rodgers. Always the has best been for chance you. to win a championship is Aaron Rodgers. And as the days have gone by, here's what I've noticed. I find this fascinating. You have lost confidence in the possibility. I've only gained it. Oh, I've never thought he was getting, Aaron Rodgers was becoming I, a Jedi. I've that from day one. I think I'm more confident today than I was a few months ago. And I always had some semblance of confidence that just using logic. Yeah. That's all I'm using. That it makes sense for him to be a Jet. It makes sense for the Packers to say, enough's enough, we're moving on. And it makes sense for the Jets, of all the teams in the NFL, specifically the AFC, to see, we're going to be the ones to go get him. Yeah, well, number one, I I don't think he's leaving Green Bay still, but uh, obviously uh, we'll be here and sit with you until it happens. But it'd be nice if Aaron Rodgers uh, would let people know. Be nice, right? At some point to say, okay, I've made my decision, because why announce that whole stupid blackout retreat and the notion that once you uh, came out of it, you'd have clarity and the ability to tell people he loves this attention. You know, he can't get enough I, of this Craig, crap. I feel bad. That's saying the prima donna you want. I feel bad saying this. You're just then don't say it. you're a part of big pharma. You're part of everybody. I'm that's not a looking, part of big pharma. You're part of everybody. Pfizer. You're all looking to vilify Aaron Rodgers. There we go. You're oh, all you are, to get this you're guy. You're gonna kiss his ass till he comes in. All this guy said yeah. was. I'm going into this hole for four days. I'm going to think about life. I'll also think about football, but I'm thinking about life. And you guys, you sports media numbskulls. Yeah. You drew up this fake story of he's going to come out and make a decision. Well, he, Dude, said, he said it. No, he said, I'm going to think about life while I'm in there. And, and he was thinking about everything. Well, we'll get all your calls. Uh, Jets now losing out on Derek Carr. 
New York Giants, 26 hours away, a little less than that now, of having to make a decision on franchising or not Daniel Jones. So it's lots cooking, man, and that doesn't even include the fact that the New York Knicks have won nine consecutive games and beat the Boston Celtics in double overtime last night. Woohoo! Yay! We're playing basketball. Bing-bong. We're playing basket. And I heard some of you guys last week, and it was always through the lens of a Nets fan. Not today, bitches. It's through the lens of a Nick fan. Yes, delusional glory. Yes. We love Nick fans winning a title. I love when Emmanuel quickly skips. Julius Randle's the MVP. We miss this. This station doesn't have enough of that. Woo-hoo. I'm so glad to hear it. The Knicks are going to do damage. <laughs> yeah, we, don't need, we don't need to play that that often. <laughs> I, I got enough of that on Twitter on vacation. Uh, I do not need to see that that often. But you know, use it as, as you feel fit, okay? The Knicks are back. <laughs> See, that's a, I hate that. I no, hate that, too. That We're back. Where'd we go? We left for a while? Yeah. But here's my thing that happened over the weekend. I don't know if you guys talked about it on Friday. I forget exactly which day it came out. They don't quit when it comes to their praise of this Zach Wilson. Even Joe Douglas I this know, weekend won't give up, man. again came out and yeah, said yeah, yeah. how we expect him to fulfill the ceiling of potential we thought he had when we first drafted him. Now... I don't know what they see behind the scenes, but I know what you and I saw every time that kid went out there and played. And I can't quite figure out, other than they're just unwilling to uh, let him go because it's the final nail and that we made a big effing mistake often. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they continually praise this kid publicly is beyond me. I, I have decided, maybe it's for my own sanity that I made this decision, I don't believe him. They could say it over and over again, I don't buy it. I don't believe him. I think they realize Zach's not the answer. I think they realize he is not someone they can fix in a year or two. And despite them saying it over and over again, I don't buy it. So I go on a limb and say he's not going to be on the roster come week one. Yeah, I'm with you. He's not. I mean, he shouldn't be. Uh, He's not going to be after next year regardless, I imagine, uh, because of the whole contract and the way it's uh, structured. But I I understood in 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 the middle of the season. I get that. You might need him to play, right? right? You don't want to totally uh, throw the kid under, uh, you know, five buses. They benched um, him for Chris Trevlin in the middle of a must-win I game. I know, and yet they continue to say how great he's going to be. There's an aspect of that that's scary to me. Yeah, if you believe it, do you believe it? I don't believe it. I think they're full of it. I think they realize. But, well, there's no reason to could now, yeah. you know, three months, four months after the season, why are we still talking I, about it? I'll tell him? you why it doesn't even matter. Because actions speak louder than words. They've made it very clear they're going after a veteran quarterback. They've met with Derek Carr. They're going after Aaron Rodgers. They're going to add a veteran. So their actions show you they don't think Zach's the answer in year three. What leads you? And by the way, one of the guys they were talking to was Derek Carr, who would have been the quarterback for like the next five years. Right. So it it was completely talking out of one side of the mouth, saying one thing, and then moving to the other side to say something else. And if they bring in Aaron Rodgers... I don't buy these theories, and I've heard it. Oh, they're, they're going to develop Zach for two years. Cut the crap. No, they're not. Yeah. They're going to go find someone else in two years. That's what they're going to do. Doesn't it seem weird, though? 
I thought it was weird, but I think they're just talking him up before they trade him for whatever they can get for him. Well, I mean, come on. You can do all the talking you want. You ain't going to talk yourself into getting anything worthwhile they for him. They got a second for Sam Darnold. Oh, wait a minute. You mean uh, the Jets still like Zach Wilson? I'll give you a second-round pick for him. Ain't going to happen like well, that. Well, you know what it is? It's not that. Is that crazy or am I wrong? You're wrong only in that. That's not the thought. The thought is if we admit he ain't the answer here, other teams know, oh, yeah, they're getting rid of him. We'll get him for cheap yeah. as opposed to – kind of playing the game of, we don't have to trade him. You're calling us up about Zach as a project? Well, guess what? We may not trade him. We're thinking about holding on to him. By the way, I'm looking at spas in New York City right now. There's one, two, three, four, five different spa names. They claim to be in business anywhere from three years to seven years to ten years, right? Right. They've all got the same exact address. Really? <laughs> That's the place you want to go to. With the same exact <laughs> pictures of very attractive yeah. women. Yeah, that's the place to go to, Craig. Yeah. You want that, the answer? That's where you're going to get your birthday massage. No, wait, to answer your question from earlier? Yeah. That's how you know. Hey, uh, Paulie Botts, uh, can you get me a, a prime drink? Did you see that new drink? Uh, that uh, I guess it's not that new. That uh, Logan Paul energy drink? No. That people claim uh, better than Gatorade? Have you seen this or not? Better than Gatorade. Yeah, less sugar than Gatorade. Less carbs in Gatorade, more electrolytes in Gatorade, less calories in Gatorade. I had one this morning. Quite delicious. It tastes good? Yeah, I think it's called Prime. Oh. Is that what it's called? I, I bought it. I think it's called Prime. Tropic, uh, tropical Punch. Oh, nice. Can you tell uh, Paulie Walnuts out there to go grab me a bottle? He, didn't, over, he didn't overnight this weekend. Very good. I thought he did a good job. I enjoyed him. I mean, how would you know? Because I listened. You waited up till 3 o'clock in the morning to hear so, Paul Rosenberg? There's this cool invention. With all due respect to Paul. It's called the Odyssey app, and you can rewind things. Mm. So on Sunday morning, I rewinded him. I heard him refer to himself as Triple V. He's really taking that Vincent Von Vincent name that you well, gave him. Play, it's a good name. But I listened to him. He did a good job, Vincent. Slash yeah. Rosie. Would you be more apt to go to the Body Rub Spa? The Hush Spa? Hush. Or I'll give you one extra one. The... Porn porn spa. <laughs> what are you looking for? Well, they all have the same address. So uh, you tell me, oh, like, oh, which, uh, yeah. which one are you uh, more interested yeah, in? That gives it away. Uh, you want to go to porn porn? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Hush. 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 Come on. Like, come on. Hush. Like, I guess the name is supposed to elicit uh, some type of, ooh, right? Is yeah. that the idea there? I think so. At porn porn, we pride ourselves on providing exceptional Yet affordable services for our clients. It's called porn porn? Yeah. It like, has it spelled? Porn porn. Like P-O-R-N? Two different words, yeah. Huh. Yeah, porn porn. Wow. That's right. Well, they're not beating around the bush. Yes, they are. You got to pay extra for it, <laughs> but they'd be happy to. Uh. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> By the way, do you remember Mickey Calloway? Yes, I do. He probably went there. Yeah, Mickey Calloway apparently is now a realtor down in Florida. Come on, for reals? I swear, yeah, a buddy of mine. He didn't make a lot of money? A buddy of mine saw him on Facebook, and it's really him, and he's a realtor down in Florida. Well, Where? I guess he's making good uh, money. He has given up on baseball. He's never going to get another chance. He's done. I think he managed in, like, the Mexican League a couple of years ago or last year, Just... and now he's a realtor. So good luck, Mickey. And by the way, if you're ever up in New York, Mickey, I know a place for you. So, uh, he didn't make enough money in baseball where he's got to work? I don't think so, man. Really? Like, he was a pitching coach. Yeah, he but he had a manager make, for When he was here, he had to make a million dollars here. 
Yeah, but that's not something you can live off of. No, well, how old are is he though? Mickey Cow's gotta be late fifties, right? Um he's forty seven years old. Oh, is that it? Huh? He, wow. He did pitch I feel bad for him actually. He did pitch for no, a I take it back. No, I know. No, I don't feel bad for him. I was thinking about the wrong guy, I apologize. I totally take that back. You're thinking about Jared Porter? No, I don't feel bad for him either. Who are you thinking of then? Who the hell do you feel bad for? Oh, Terry Collins. Terry Collins? Yeah, I apologize. How the hell would you confuse the two? Well, you know. For a myriad of reasons. Yeah, and I feel bad for Terry Collins. Starting with, like, the winning and one being a good guy, the other one being a creep. Yeah, he's a creep. Creep. Mickey <laughs> Calloway, not Terry Collins. Yeah, no, I don't know about Terry, but Mickey Calloway is an absolute creep. So Mickey Calloway pitched in the major leagues? Yeah. I'm curious how much money he made. Obviously not enough where he doesn't, he, 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 he's supposed to work. Yeah, corner baseball reference, he only made about 200, 300 a year, which is a great salary. Yeah, it's more than what the average person makes. Not enough to live off of decades later. Like, you can't live off that. You cannot live off $200,000 beyond a, a year or yeah, two. Yeah, it's a great salary, but... I mean, I guess if you had, I mean, if you have rent... Two hundred grand becomes a hundred grand after taxes, right? Yeah. Can you live off nine thousand bucks a month? Yeah. If you're a single guy with no responsibility, no when, kids, and no he, dog, and that kind of stuff. When he pitched, it was probably yeah. the eighties or whatever. So yeah, money. Listen, two hundred grand's not anything and, to sneeze. And by at. the way, when he was manager of the Mets, I have his salary. He was one of the lowest paid managers in all of baseball, which explains why the Wilpons hired him. He made eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which again, awesome salary. Yeah. I mean, we. Uh, <laughs> but does he have kids and a wife and all that jazz? Probably doesn't have a wife anymore after the. I think he was married, wasn't he? Married? Yeah, I, I would he assume was. he's not married anymore. Way, speaking of Jared Porter, if we can just for a moment, what do you think that guy does today? Yeah, he's. Do you think he's a scout still? With like some team kind of under the cover of darkness hired him for like their Dominican scouting staff or something? That's a great question. Like, what does he do now? Because his skill set was baseball. And he was on the rise yeah. as a baseball reporter. I think he's out of baseball. You do? Yeah, because I I don't think a team would hire him. Like, it's always weird. Like, if you have a job in the public eye and things go south for whatever the reason is, of course, in his case, it's, you know, self-inflicted, you know, stalking of of a gal he met once in an elevator, right? And it was disgusting, the stuff he was doing. Right. But, like, can you go get a regular job? Yeah, you get a regular job. I guess you can, and you just, you live your life uh, in anonymity. From that point on, you go become well, like, what, like a salesman of some kind? Or, you know, like uh, maybe you go back to school dude, or something? Mickey I don't know. Calloway's working as a realtor. Like, yeah. he got another job. You know job. who else is working as a realtor, doing really good for himself? You may not remember this guy because he's more of a Philly guy than a New York guy. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, he did weather in New York for a good four or five years. Do you remember John Belaris? Yes, I do. So John Belaris was a very handsome Philadelphia legend on Fox 29 in Philly. Was he on Stern a lot? Uh, I don't. Am I thinking of somebody else? No, I don't think he was. But no, he became apologies. a weatherman up here. Uh, had a good little run, and then he's the guy that got in trouble, where he was being blackmailed by some hookers at a strip club. All right, and they they, they charged his credit card like an obscene amount of money. All right, and he went and told his bosses about it, and the bosses said to him, "Listen." We'll uh, we'll figure this out privately and quietly. Do not talk about this publicly. It's embarrassing. Right. This knucklehead, who I am friendly with, does an interview with Playboy magazine, <laughs> talking about how he's being blackmailed <laughs> by these hookers at a strip club. Right. Fox twenty nine of Philly's like, dude, like how clear could we have been? Don't talk about this publicly. <laughs> and they fired him. 
So they fired him for talking about it publicly. They fired him. It was uh, yeah because of what he was accused of being involved with, like a lot of girls and money, all that stuff, whatever. Right? He's a very successful real estate well, agent for now. Him. He was able yeah. to at least have another career. And I think that's a lot harder than you think. Oh, it's not to easy. To go from a legitimate celebrity to a guy that's now a real estate guy. So you remember, speaking of guys who got fired, remember Zach Scott? He was the other med executive. Yeah, yeah, he, the alleged DUI that so actually got thrown out afterwards. It got thrown, exactly. It got thrown out, yeah. right? Yeah. The judge reviewed the body cam footage and said he wasn't drunk. He was actually looking down at his cell phone, so it appeared as if he was sleeping. Mm -hmm. He wasn't so, Whatever. It got thrown out, correct? Zach it Scott did. fired by the Mets. Yeah. And as of now, I don't think he has another baseball job. Like, is he done for his career? I mean, maybe, yeah. There's probably more to that story than we know, but well, yeah. No, no, I think what did him in wasn't even the DUI. Well, he it didn't tell lying. Steve Cohen. Yeah. yeah it was he, the fact that he never told Steve the Steve Cohen found out when a reporter called him and said, do you have any thoughts uh, on your GM uh, being uh, arrested for DUI? And he goes, excuse me? Right. And he fired him because he didn't tell him, which mm. I, I don't, I'm with you. I get it. But that like, you, you better let me know I'm getting a call. I totally agree. I have no issue with the Mets firing him, but that shouldn't preclude him from getting another job in baseball. No, especially like, since I get, he was acquitted. I get Mickey Calloway. I get it. I get yes, Jared He was Porter. a scumbag. I don't get yeah. Zach Scott. And the Jared Porter story is even stranger to me than the Mickey Calloway story because the Jared Porter story, as icky as it is, and it's icky is the best word I got for it, it was all like he, he kept barraging this guy with text messages. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Calloway went even well beyond that yeah. with verbal stuff, physical stuff. Jared Porter was like a, a lovesick kid who had never met a woman before right. and went way overboard what's rational and acceptable, and he should have been fired for it. But I think the Mickey Calloway stuff's a lot worse. Oh, yeah, he's scum. Yeah, hey, uh, Triple V, can you grab me a prime tropical punch? My man. Here's uh, Mark in Syosset. Mark, confused. what's going on? How you doing, guys? Great. Uh, so welcome back. Uh, uh, welcome back, Craig. Hope you had a good vacation. Thank you. Evan, you're welcome. Evan, you're driving me crazy. I, at least once or twice a week, you will elicit some response I have to give. All right. How could you take shots at quickly for dancing on the sideline? Oh, First of all, the fact that he was able to do it after 50 minutes plus is still remarkable as well. But you are a hypocrite. You are, you are You celebrate the Nets like crazy. When you had the big three, nobody was more obnoxious about it than you. And if Quickly's dancing on the sidelines celebrating a great game that he's played, That's right. the team is winning. I don't see the hypocrisy because I'm a fan of a team and I was happy when they were good. I'm ripping him in the middle of the game. He's dancing about offensive foul calls. Like, you oh, can't compare me to did him. Did that bother you and our oh, players celebrating? That was incredibly obnoxious oh. and bushly. And here's the truth, Mark. If yeah. you weren't a Knicks fan, you would be looking at this saying, what is this uh, crap? You'd yeah. call him out, too. Yeah. You know you would. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've seen much worse celebrations than that. It's constant. Like, IQ is a tremendous kid. IQ played great. IQ comes like an uh, across an, like an awesome dude. Seriously. He's a very likable okay, guy. Okay, with all of that said, him dancing as an offensive foul is called is obnoxious. Not really. It's that's a, that's a kid celebrating a moment in real time. Oh, stop. You're the hypocrite. Yeah. I love it, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> me too. You know why? Because you're he, hypocrites. Because I'm now sorry. he recognizes... And I heard a little bit of the show on Friday that his only entry point to Nick's talk is to the lens of a Nets fan. And he realized very quickly, I think, on Friday, nobody wants to hear that. I'm not talking about the Nets. No, I'm no. talking about the Nets. No, no. But everything revolves around your fandom. No. You found it obnoxious because you recognize 
your garbage. No, here's the and truth. it bothers you. Here's the truth, Craig. Yes. There are more New Yorkers who hate the Knicks than love the Knicks. That's not they, true. Oh, no, I'll prove it to you. There are plenty of people that don't like basketball. They hate the Knicks. No, they don't. There are don't. plenty of people that love if the Knicks. If you don't Rangers like basketball, why would you hate the Knicks? Because they get talked about. and They, they get, never get talked oh, about. Oh, God. You know what they get talked the... about? When they win nine in a row. Yes, and it's over the top. We're back with this, with that. There's a group of people, not Nets fans, <laughs> there's only 30 of us, that can't stand the Knicks. That's why I formed a coalition of Nick haters. Is that We're right? What's it called? To get the coalition of Nick haters <laughs> with the CKH. We're a <laughs> real life coalition. Forget the Nets. How I many? Thirty people in that coalition? No, no. There's a lot of people. See, you don't get that. You think it's net? It has nothing to do with the Nets. Stop bringing them up. They're irrelevant. They won last night. The only reason that was important is because I took my family there. We had a good time. I no one cares about the Nets, but there are a lot of New Yorkers that can't stand you guys. Not true. At and all. I'm here to represent you. The coalition of Nick haters, because everybody, oh, look, Emmanuel, look at his dancing. He's yeah. obnoxious. Let me ask you a question. Kidding. Did you go to the Garden last week? Sure. You did? Yeah. What game did you go to? I went to the uh, home game they played against uh, the Netsies. You did? I did. I was there. Huh. What time did you leave that game? Four minutes to go, and Jalen hit a three to put up 47. Again, back to back. Ever left two games early. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I was trying to leave Nets Hornets with about a minute to go, and my youngest son, Spence, was pointing at the court screaming, No! No! So I'm learning from my youngest child. We ain't leaving early. Or was he pointing to the three-point line? <laughs> he, was, he was pointing at the entire court because we're high up. Oh, he didn't want to leave, huh? He didn't want to leave. He wanted to stay. Got wanted it. wanted to watch All the right. Nets. beat up the Hornets. You guys have them tomorrow night. Good luck. We warm teams up for you like the Celtics blowing I the 27-point I got to be honest. Lead. I think if the Knicks are a legitimate threat this year to maybe beat the Cavs, who it looks like they're almost a lock to play in the first round of the playoffs, whether they're home seat or not, it's irrelevant. It looks like they're going to play the Cavs. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell, who obviously hurt his finger yesterday, but he's going to be fine. I do think it's a lock, no, right? Of course. They're only a game up on yeah. this, but it's a lock. I no, it's you. a lock. It's I a mean, lock. It's done. Wrap it's, it up. It's done. It's wrap, wrap it up. I, I am sorry to say this to you, but you know it's a lock. It's a wrap. You'll be lucky to hang out to the seventh spot at this point. I actually agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what was your point? I don't if know. If the Knicks are in the playoffs 4-5 or five against Cleveland, what? I forgot. Then I'm going to go to the games? Maybe I will. Nah, you, you, would, you wouldn't be Bob. caught dead there. I, w- I went when they played Atlanta. You know what's funny? I, I find interesting. So, like, my cousin has season tickets. So, uh, he offered me tickets for an upcoming game, which I'm going to go to in a couple weeks. Nice. Uh, yeah, because, as you know, I'm a legitimate Nick fan. For all the, uh, you know, you know l- l- newfound Nick chatter on this radio station, which we know is predictable when the Knicks have a run like this, which is unprecedented, of course, mm-hmm. is how many of these guys are now suddenly going to show up at the Garden? They're not. They're not. <laughs> exactly am. right. Me and you are. Exactly right. Yes. Well, listen, the only reason we go separately is that you made me a pledge and you failed to deliver on that pledge. What was the pledge? The pledge was when they played the Utah Jazz at halftime, you were going to shoot a free throw. Yeah, it was the Pelicans and I was busy oh, Pelicans, that night. Pardon I me, apologize. Yeah. Something came yeah. up. Something came up. Something came up. Something came up. I was and very then busy that night. You went to your local gym that you became a member of. Yeah. And you attempted to shoot a free throw with no crowd. That's right. I assume your wife's taping? Yes, I am. Or a friend is taping? I wanted to show Ben Simmons how uh-huh. it's done. And the one thing I do respect about you, Evan, is that you could have taken 15 takes. Wouldn't do it. And waited till you made one. Nope, nope. But you were honest with the audience. One shot only. One shot only. That's right. Now, I have put that shot out, the unedited version of that shot. 
And I'm sorry to have to have done it, but I did it. Well, guess what, Craig? What's that? There's another shot coming this week. I hope so. this time, it ain't from the free throw line. This time. Layup. And I won't be dancing like IQ. Evan's going from way down. You know what I think you should do? I think this would be a fun video. Go ahead. Since you have access to this gym now, you know, sometimes they do the, hey, you can win a million dollars. It's a layup, a free throw, a three and a half court shot. Yes. You know, a predetermined amount of time, 30 seconds, whatever it is. Yeah. Forget about the half court shot. That's pure luck anyway, right? If we just put a clock on you, Mm -hmm. and if your beautiful wife was willing to film this uh, so that we could watch every shot. Done. How long do you think it would take you? To make a free throw, I'm par- pardon me, a layup, yes, free throw. a free throw, and a top of the key three. It would take me, because the layup I do right away, I'll get to the line. I'll give you the layup in five seconds. Okay, no, ten seconds. Under 30 seconds. I'm going to miss a few. So I had to dump that. I dumped that. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, no. First yeah. off, yeah. if you brick the free throw... God knows where that ball's oh, going to go. You got to go get it. Hold on. One free throw and you make fun of my fatness. You might my make form. one. You might make one. I wasn't that far off. Like, it's not like my free throw was that bad. Mm. Better than Josh Hart since he's come over here. Mm. I don't think it was that bad. Big Mac, 30 seconds? Never. You, never. Never. We'd be never. I'm not going to do it. Not in 30 seconds. You're not going to do it in 30 no. seconds. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. No, never in 30 seconds. So what do, you think? do you think I could do it in a minute? I think there's a chance. It depends how wild the rebounds are because you got to get self rebound, right? Yeah, yep. I, if you, and if you want, I'd even let you set up a ball that could be sitting on the free throw line. The second ball could be sitting at the top of the key. So make the layup and go. Would you accept that? I would accept. That. I would okay. accept that. I'm gonna do that. But that's it. You have those are your balls. Yeah, it's fine. So every time I, I miss, think, if I miss it, then I got to go chase that one or the other. Yeah, one. yeah. So yeah. You're, you're you start off. Fair. The three balls are in place. Yes. All right? You're the one in your hand for the layup, the one at the free throw line, and the one at the three. I think you could get lucky and get it done in under a minute. I don't think there's any shot you do it in 30 seconds. I think I can. Like, the three is a concern. I get that. The layup you should make on your first try. The layup I'm going to get right away. And my free throws I usually hit as bad as my form was 7 out of 10. I find that very hard to believe. There's pressure on me. Which yes. I understand. TikTok, I, TikTok. And as I've proven, I'm a man of my word. So it would be one no, shot. No, it's one take. One That's take. It. It's one take. One take, Charlie. That's it. Like when we did our SNY commercial, I was one take. Evan, Craig needed to shoot it like 15 times. That's like two and a half years ago. <laughs> but it's true. We've done one promo for the show, and it was before we even started. <laughs> that tells you what you need to know. <laughs> Is there anything else you need to know about the situation we're currently in? <laughs> in year three? Yeah. Uh, all right, so you just tomorrow morning? I don't know if I'm going tomorrow. This week, though, You're very busy tomorrow. I don't know what day we're going to. This week, I will go. Oh, I thought you went to the gym every day now. Uh, I thought you get kids to the bus, boom, to the gym. Two, three times a week. Okay. So one day this week, though. There will be a day this week. It will be accomplished this week. I can promise you that. Now, here's the real question. And I'm gonna be, I want to be sure I'm a gentleman about it. Of this. course. Big Mac. If it came down to Evan or Tommy, mm-hmm. who could do it in less amount of time? Probably Evan still. You think Evan, Evan beats Tommy? Yes, I think Thank Evan you. Beat. He's he's been doing it. Tommy, he I'm talks sure a lot Tommy... of game, but we saw him at the baseball field, is. and you know he was. Yeah, he I've been done it forever. You know, yeah. yeah, it was bad. Oh yeah, you threw the ball like was, like you're from another bad. planet. It was yeah. pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never. I actually 
You made Evan look like Verlander. Thank no you. doubt. Yeah. yeah. Then again, well, you made me look like Verlander too. Fifty-six yeah. with uh, your fastball. By the way, let's get back to him. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I mean, it, no, that was bad. Honestly, I was afraid of getting hurt, so I just didn't want to like overextend myself. But it was pathetic, embarrassing. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, basketball is different. I don't think it translates. If I can't throw a baseball, it doesn't mean I can't shoot hoops. I, I agree. Uh, do you play but do basketball? you agree with Big Mac's assessment that I would be? Yeah, shooting? definitely, because I oh. I played basketball like twenty years ago, so I'm not as up to date on my basketball skills as you would be. So, and That's I the thing I just get fold the under pressure. He hasn't touched anything athletic at all no. in 20 years. A ping pong ball to play beer pong, that's about See, it. See, the thing is, Craig, and I, while you were gone, um, Boomer made a comment about my video, and I promptly challenged him. I said, that's that's great, I'm a, I'm a NARP. I would gladly take you on in a free throw competition. And you know what Boomer did, which shows me everything? He changed the subject. He made fun of the Nets. He moved on. Well, there's a reason for that. Because he doesn't want to lose. Because he lost to me. Oh, did he? Yes. He can't lose to both of us. He lost to me quite famously. Uh, we uh, coached the Fordham like Midnight Madness uh, game. I think I remember this. Yeah, you know, like the inner squad game. Yeah. And part of the deal was that he and I, in front of you know the sold out crowd over at Rose Hill, would uh, take ten free throws, uh, winner takes all kind of thing, right? And I beat him. How many did you make? How many did he make? Just for reference, I don't. I, don't ma- I mean. I probably made eight or nine. I don't remember the exact number. How many did he make? Which is really my Six or seven? Yeah, I beat him. Yeah. yeah well, and, and then what that. happened when we did the Joe Lem basketball game at St. John's, you know, I've talked a lot of smack that I will shoot uh, more than 90 out of 100. I can just make free throws, right? And, oh, no, you can't. So at halftime, they go, we're not going to wait and watch you shoot 100 free throws. We got to sold that crowd for a charity game. But we'll do 10. And I made the first. I missed the second. Now I've got to make eight consecutive free throws. That's a lot of pressure right there. And one of the reasons John McEnroe and I don't talk to each other anymore is that this was like to raise a bunch of money for the Joseph Lem Foundation. And all these celebrities are like, I got five grand, you can't do it, Carton. And McEnroe put up money for the foundation that I couldn't do it. So I make the first, I miss the second. I make the next one. 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 So now I'm on, like, free throw number eight. I got to go three more in a row, and I win. The foundation gets all this money, right? McEnroe starts chirping. Mm. He starts yelling in my ear and going, no, 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 and trying to distract me or rolling the ball to me or throwing it at me and pushing me off the line, trying to anything he could possibly do so that I wouldn't make nine out of ten. You know what your boy did? Spank, spank, spank. You think you still could? Yes. Like today. You I can go out there right tonight. now. I make, make 8 out of 10 without really? practicing. 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 with 10 minutes of practice. And you don't shoot on any kind of regular basis. I do right? not. No. No. Right. I can just shoot. It's like there's two things athletically I can just do. I can't tell you why. I can shoot free throws. Period. Stop. Right. And I can play golf. <laughs> the golf thing pisses people off. And I know that bothers people. <laughs> but I can. So, I don't know what happened. I can just... You know, I'm a two handicap. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I, I played Bayonne last uh, summer and is. shot a 70. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I was surprised too because you never take your driver out of the bag of Bayonne. <laughs> go figure. I played Trump Bedminster. Very long course. Shot a 74. Yeah. To be fair, I did take a mulligan on one. Right. You want to give me a 75? I will accept that. But the group I was with said you get a mulligan on one. The, they call it a breakfast ball. The angry tweets you are now going to receive. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think arguably my best round of golf ever uh, was at Shinnecock. Yeah, what did you shoot at Shinnecock? I shot a 77 at Shinnecock. 77? Not my best round scoring-wise, but that is a very, very difficult course. Wow. 
And again, I don't brag about it. It's just, I don't know why I'm good at it. I just happen to be good it's at pretty it. Pretty damn impressive, man. I Well, not really. Because 76 at Shinnecock? No, 77. 77. I, right. And I have the scorecards. They're signed. They're framed. They're matted. Right. You know, good for you. Is what it is. I know it's not an easy sport for a lot of people, but for me, it just comes easy. And you never play it. That's the crazy thing. And part. I don't like it. Yeah. That's the craziest thing about it. Hmm. I got to go out there once or twice just to prove a point. That's got to piss so, off all the people yeah. out there that golf all the time and yet couldn't even dream of a score like that. That's got to annoy them. Probably. You would think, right? Which is why I don't play much. Yeah. And I get offered, as you do, to play a lot in a lot of really cool places, but... You know, it's like boring to me. Oh, <laughs> another 73. You know, that's not fun. Like, you want to be challenged, right? I think the most challenging course I ever played on, to be honest, was Pebble Beach. Yeah. Because it's a public course. It costs $250 to play. All right? Uh, and I played out of Pebble Beach with my friend Bill Sauer, and I shot a 79. Hmm. Which, you know, it's not the greatest score. No, nah, it's I mean. Not a great score. Not great. I probably should have shot a little bit better than that, but I was happy with it. Yeah. Because it's not fun. <laughs> Golf, to be honest. Here's uh, Jared in Woodlawn on the fan. Jared, what's going on, Kill? Hey, hey, Paul. Hey, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, yeah. Without mentioning too much, I wanted to um, circle back to uh, Craigie's little um, sort of side note and story. Did your friend from the news happen to live across the street from the Friars Club? My friends from what news? Well, you were saying, um, you know, there was a situation with a Fox guy and so on and so forth um, about half an hour ago. I said that? Um, did he happen to? You did. Yes, sir. Is that about the weatherman? Oh. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, the weather oh, guy. The weather oh, that's what he's oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where he, he lived. Live? Yeah. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No. Did he happen to have a friend who um got pregnant and well, might have might, might have happened. In on 55th Street. Might have happened. Might have happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're talking about the same guy. That's <laughs> all I wanted. I mean, I don't know if we are or we're not, but I mean, the song. Might be some similarities there. Um, yes, that is certainly possible. But uh, beyond that, I don't know what you're exactly talking about. But he's a very good real estate guy, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, listen, what are we going to do? Do you believe this crazy NFL rumor? Go. You ready for this one? And I'll tell you where it comes from. It comes, I guess, apparently Rich Eisen said this. And okay, I like Rich. That there's a certain quarterback who's ready to come out of retirement and ready to play. There's a really good quarterback. Say There's again. a, I think, Hall of Fame quarterback that is ready to come out of retirement and wants to play again. That guy last played oh, come on. In, in 2020, so he's missing a couple of years. I don't know if I believe this one, but would you sign Philip Rivers?
that you're bringing if, I, in, if I'm what team? If you're the Jets. They miss out on Aaron Rodgers. Huh. We've talked about that. I mean, that's what I started thinking about. We've talked about the drop-off in quarterback. You don't have to give anything up. Let's believe this for a second. Let's believe this. That Yeah, Philip Rivers is thinking, you know what? I got nine kids at home, which he does. Yeah, I want to play again. Would you sign? I would, ki- I would tell you what. I kicked the tires on it. He wasn't bad the last year he played. I would kick the tires on Philip Rivers. Doesn't cost me much money. Gives me a veteran, right? Like, would you rather go Philip Rivers go or Jimmy Garoppolo? Who, am Rivers. I the Jets or the Giants? No, no, forget the Giants and not stop it. What? The Giants are keeping Daniel Jones. What if are you, talking by about? the way, real quick, Big Mac, you want Daniel Jones four years of buck fifty two? Come on. Or you want Philip Rivers one year for eight? Um that's a tough one. Daniel Jones. It's not really? tough. Come on, of course it's not tough. Really? Philip Rivers well, I, think is that's a, I don't think that's an easy you're answer. You're signing Philip Rivers yeah. if you're saying, you know what, let's just go for it. We got one shot, he's 41, we got one year out of him, he's fresh, he's healthy, he hasn't played in a few years, he's been running around getting exercise because he's got nine kids. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. By the way, I'm back not in. fundamentally opposed to kicking the tires on Philip Rivers, as weak as that might be. <laughs> Uh, I can't just outright say no to it. That is funny to me. I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. I think you could say no to it. You can say no to yeah. it, but let's you know, play out worst case scenario. You lose Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to give Ryan Tannehill the four years buck 50 or whatever it is that um, Derek Carr just got. You're not convinced that uh, Garops is worth that kind of money injury-wise, whatever. You can't get Lamar Jackson. Now you're sitting there, no Derek Carr, no Aaron Rodgers. Who are you going to go get? And Philip Rivers says, I'm free? It's, you wouldn't consider that? No, no, no. First of all, let's separate two things. If you're, the, if you're the Giants, you're not. Okay, the Giants are in a different place. If you're the Jets and they fail on Aaron Rodgers, and now it's, okay, no Derek Carr, no Aaron Rodgers, no Zach Wilson, where are you going? Do you want Ryan Tannehill where now you may have to give up something to get him? Do you want Jimmy Garoppolo? Where do you want to go? Would you take a flyer on a 41-year-old who has expressed a desire to, hey, I, can, I think I can do this one more year? I got, I'm got. i intrigued by it. <laughs> I'm intrigued enough, like I said. I'll have the conversation. I'll kick the tires. I'll bring him in. Make sure he's not like you know, 30 pounds overweight and whatever it might be. Make sure he can still throw the ball. I think there were some issues with his shoulder when he last played. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Because, listen, once you lose Aaron Rodgers tomorrow or the next day, whenever it is, why wouldn't I consider all options? Hell, although I guess he's cold property still. Yeah. Oh, Andrew Luck? Yeah. No, no, no. Have you seen yeah. him? Have <laughs> you seen him? He does not look healthy. Dude, he looks frail. Yeah, he does. I'm with you. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I don't mean to insult him. No, no, he looks very, he does not look healthy. No. Now maybe you know maybe that's just like a vegetarian thing or lifestyle. Who likes Rocky or Reiki? You ever see that Reiki thing? No. You know Reiki is? Boy, they, they, what's Reiki? How, Reiki? How do I explain it? Reiki is this weird kind of um, like body contortion stretching of some kind, but it makes people walk really funny. Look it up. I think it's R A K I. Oh, there we go. R A K I. I think so. It's kind of like a cult. But there are people that believe in what's called Reiki. But I think it's a way of stretching. It's an alcoholic drink made no, of two distilled grapes. It. It's that's the national drink of Turkey. That's not it. The national drink of Turkey. That ain't it. That's not it. 
Can you look at no, something? No, it is Reiki, the national drink of Turkey. Okay, Thank great. You. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying he's right about the Reiki. It's this weird thing where they contort your body and stretch it and crack it and do stuff to it. Now, why would they have to do that but to make a cocktail? It makes people walk funny. That's weird. That doesn't make sense when you're drinking a cocktail, though. I mean, booze can make you walk funny. Are you sure yeah. you're not just thinking about booze? I think you're thinking about alcohol, yeah. specifically alcohol from Turkey. Yeah. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> Let me know when the tag team is over and you guys are done. Did you look it up? I am. All I see is alcohol. Oh, stop it. All I see There's a is lot of articles. You... How to drink Reiki. Yes. Come on. How to make Maybe I'm Reiki. spelling it wrong. Is that possible? Reiki is, one, Reiki is one of the top ten ridiculously strong drinks in the world. So yeah. if you're looking to get really messed up. Makes you walk funny. Uh-huh. Reiki. Yeah, uh-huh. Reiki. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me, you, we still going on this? Yeah, because that's all I see. Still going. Dude, I've Googled it, and all I can find is booze. I'm getting drunk yeah. reading I this stuff. Reiki stretch. Oh, R-E-I-K-I, oh, you knuckleheads. You told us. R-E-I-K-I. Yeah. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. It's a sealed underground world of dimension you know what? in which resides the very <laughs> stages. It's a spiritual world. It's a meditative practice that promotes relaxation, reduces stress and anxiety, and promotes a positive mental state through gentle touch. That's what it is. There's a lot of real passionate yeah. fans to Reiki, and it looks like something very different. It looks like something Aaron Rodgers would consider. Yeah, yeah. this is an Aaron Rodgers yes. type of stretch. Yeah. No doubt about it. You are correct, but I there was when I lived in uh, Denver, there was like a Reiki clinic around the corner from me, Evan, and all the people would come in and out, and they they walked. You can try to describe if you want. They kind of walked like this. <laughs> you know what Craig is doing? One of Emmanuel Quickly's dances from last <laughs> night's mix game. It's almost like kidding. it's almost like the Conor McGregor. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really strange. And the legs are like, it's weird. And what is it supposed to do again? I don't know. <laughs> but people believe in it. Aaron Rodgers would be a Reikiist. Yeah, probably. No doubt about it. Probably. I don't want him here in the worst way. I like that, that is ridiculous. I'm starting to like this Philip Rivers idea. Why do you say that? How do you not want Aaron Rodgers? I, just, you I want don't. Philip Rivers? I wanted Derek Carr. I lost out on that, and that sucks. But I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I don't understand. I, I, think, it's, I think Aaron Rodgers coming here, I think... Is a disaster way to explain to me why, though? Well, first off, I think sometimes we overplay Aaron Rodgers' career. Oh, the stop guy, it, stop it, stop it. I think we do. How do, dude, I think we talk about ago, him like he's a great winner. He's dude, not. he won MVPs in back to back years in yes. 20 and 21. That was two years ago. Right. You're talking about the playoffs? Wait a second. Hold on. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight, Craig. You're ridiculing Aaron Rodgers' playoff resume, yet you're warming up to Phillip Rivers? Excuse me? Philip Rivers. Is that what you're doing? What's Philip Rivers cost me? Nothing. What has Philip Rivers won? What's he cost me? What has he won? So he cost me eight million bucks. I keep all my picks. So what are you in the business of saving money for Woody? No. I'm in the business of winning. By the way, you're signing Rodgers winning and you're talking about Philip Rivers? Let me tell you something about your boy Woody Johnson. Yeah. It's very clear that Woody Johnson put all his eggs in one basket. Yeah. Woody Johnson told the guys to go get me Aaron Rodgers. Did yeah. You? Is that clear? I think. I think it's possible. I could see Joe Douglas and Robert Sala saying, let's go for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, too. but I think Woody Johnson's had to have said, go get Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Whatever it takes to get him, go get him. Sure. Or else they would have made an offer to Derek Carr. That would have, could have been done you know, a week ago. So there's no doubt in my mind the reason it's not done is they told Derek Carr, look, we love you. We really love you. 
We could see you playing here. But we got to wait out Aaron Rodgers. Because he's And better. Derek Carr, having self-respect, said, you know, go pound sand. I'll go to the NFC South. I'll win my division. And I'll see in the – oh, I won't see in the playoffs because you won't be there. Okay. You could frame it as Derek Carr didn't wait on the Jets. That's fine. It's completely made up. Here's what I'll make up. Derek Carr was afraid of the cold. Ooh. I no, don't play wasn't. well when it's 37 degrees. Let me go into a dome where By I'm the way, safe and secure. You know it'll be interesting? They play at Green Bay this year. We don't know the date yet. Right. Oh, I hope it's late in the year. <laughs> oh, I hope it's Why? late. Why? So Derek Carr got the four interceptions? So Derek Carr can outduel Aaron Rodgers in a late December game at Lambeau Field. I, I'm telling you right now, maybe I'm nuts. Maybe I'm naive. I apologize. I think he's gone. You think Aaron Rodgers is gone? I think he's going to be a Jet, yeah. Because you want to no, believe it. No, and no, I respect no, 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 that. No, no, no. It's, there's some level I, of desperation there. It isn't. I, I wouldn't be positive necessarily. I'm not always positive with transactions. I'm using, like, common sense. I think the Packers are done with them. All the reasons, Craig. Think about all the reasons you don't like Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. All the criticisms. You don't think the organization that's employed him for how many years isn't at the point of, all right, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's won four MVPs, but we've dealt with this since 2005, and then really 2008. We're done. We're moving on. Yeah, we're done not winning Super Bowls. We'd like to actually win one. They won 13 games in 2021. Yes. They won 13 games in 2020. They won 13 games in 2019. Aaron Rodgers won two MVPs. I completely understand your critique of what he's done in the postseason. I can't argue that, Craig. Yeah. But let's not diminish... 29-9 29-9 and nine over three years, while then simultaneously you propping up Phillip Rivers because that's disingenuous. You brought him up? Yeah, but you don't I have to. I didn't bring up Phillip Rivers. You brought up no, Phillip Rivers. No, but you Rivers. don't have to prop him up and say, I'd rather have him than Rodgers, yet cite the postseason failures of Aaron Rodgers for a reason you don't want him. I just him. like the idea of my veteran quarterback not costing me any draft picks now. And I, now I'm hanging on to him. Now I'm going to go back to Joe Douglas and say, have another generational draft like last year. Because he did it once. Do it again. So it's the draft capital? Is that what bothers you? It's, it's you, okay, know what, you know what it is? That's part of it. It's that I think I'm just disgusted that we didn't get Derek Carr. Why? Because I, I never thought Aaron Rodgers was coming Bro, here. Why are you acting like Derek Carr is Johnny United? No, I'm, I'm so let confused Let me be clear. I have never thought, you have to give me credit for this, I've been unwavering in my belief that Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. I don't think he's coming here. You have said that, yeah. And because I steadfastly believe that, I think we lost out on what is really the best quarterback available. Because right now, Aaron Rodgers is not available. So let me get this straight. And that's what bothers me. I want to understand you. It's very important I hear you. I want to hear you. Hear me. If Aaron Rodgers... Like, you're listening, but you don't hear me. No, because I'm confused. And that's on me. Or maybe it's on you. See, you can listen to Jimmy, but you can't hear Jimmy. White man can't. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers wants to be here, and you're wrong, you've got this whole thing wrong. He actually wants to come here. Okay. And the Packers are willing to move on. You wouldn't want him? Not really. See, that proves your whole point. I, I don't get you there. Yeah. Because you just said it's because I don't expect him to come here. Is it about not expecting him to come here? Well, you asked me a different question. Him to be I don't here? think he's going to come take here, that, and that. I don't want him here. Why don't you want him? Because I don't like him. Why don't you like because him? Because I'm a child. Yeah. And I've decided I don't like him, and I speak for the fan base. We're not going to like him. That guy is going to piss us off, Yes, and it's going to be yes. a disaster. Correct. We and I don't not, want any part of it. We will not like him if he doesn't win. Yeah, he's if not going to he win. win. How do you know that? Let me come on. I don't get this. 
I'm listening. I'm begging to listen here. What is that? How do you know they're not going to win? I don't think he's. I think he's not really I, fully I, 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 committed I, I, to playing football anymore. Oh, stop. Yeah, I think he had a terrible year. I don't think the talent here is infinitely better than the talent in Green Bay. I think he's an idiot for leaving there. It actually pisses me off that he doesn't respect playing with one team his entire career. And you have this for five years ago. I jump at the chance to get him. He's done. He's at what, the end of his what rope. What happened to you? I'm taking a two-year flyer. Ah, Dude, you were the guy ah, leading the charge to get Brett Favre. Because Brett Favre had four more great years in him. How'd you know at the time? Because I know football. And you know that Aaron Rodgers, based on an injury last year to his finger, yes. that affected him clearly that he's done? You know that? Or is it really as simple as you're just bitter? You don't like him. You've never liked him, and you don't want to root for him. Is that what it comes down to? Well, guess what, Craig? If yes. he's on this team, learn to love him because he's the best chance the Jets had of winning a Super Bowl, something you've never seen. Learn to love it. I'm not going to learn to love it. or leave it. All right? Love it or leave it. They should put that on a bumper stick. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.